Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please, watch your children. And now, let the show begin. Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. A show dedicated to the love of animation and feeling like a kid again. So let's go back in time to when cats defended Third Earth. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror that flaps in the night. And knowing was half the battle. Yo, yo! Let's go back with Saturday Morning Rewind and your host, Tim Nidell. Hey, what's up, Toonsters? Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind with your host, Tim Nidale, which is me, of course. And I'm here bringing you another bonus episode for the month of July. It's all because I, I love you guys so much, and I'm going to say that this is a very cool episode. Uh, Billy West Returns. He was on the show, I think, maybe two and a half years ago, where we talk about his career and cartoons and all. Well, Billy's back, talking about a very cool event that he's attached to called Voice Actors Rock. It's a concert charity event at the Whiskey A Go-Go, Sunday, July 17th. And the whole thing is, is, is put on by voice actors, very famous voice actors. You know, you got Tom Kenny, Jim Cummings, Debbie Derryberry, E.G. Daly, Jess Hardnell, Troy Baker, Robbie Rist. And Billy just became part of the Tasmaniacs, which consists of Jim Cummings, Debbie Derryberry, and Robbie Rist, and now Billy West. And of course, if you guys want to go to the show, go to voiceactorsrock.org. Hurry up and buy your tickets because it's like a week away. And if you use promo code SARADAY20, one word, just SARADAY20, you save $20 off per ticket, which is a steal because this is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, honestly. I really do hope to see some of you guys there. It'd be really cool to see and, and meet you guys in person. But anyways, we don't just talk about that in this interview because I don't want to bore the people that are like thousands and thousands of miles away from this concert event. So uh, we do talk about him voicing the, the red M&M because I don't know if you've seen the picture of J.K. Simmons, but uh, he's the yellow M&M, but he's like ripped now. So we kind of we kind of talk about that for a little bit. And, uh, you know, we talk about some of his Nicktoons stuff, like Ren and Stimpy and Doug a little bit. But we actually do talk a lot about music. It's kind of a, a different look at Billy West. Of course, make sure to go to our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Check out all of our links, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And we have a brand new Patreon campaign that we just started. I mean, even a dollar a month. That's one of the options, a dollar a month. Or if you want to hear your name on one of the episodes, there's a $10 option a month. So go check that out. It's on the website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. But anyways, uh, here is Billy West. Hey, Billy. Yes, sir. How are you? Good, man. How are you doing? Pretty good. That's good to hear. Bought a lottery ticket. Even though half a billion dollars just ain't enough money. It ain't. Look at how, <laughs> how you spend these days. I know, I know. You can't. You, you cannot live comfortably on that money, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, so the main reason why I wanted to chat with you was because of the upcoming Voice Actors Rock event at the Whiskey at Go-Go on uh, Sunday right. the 17th. So um, I know all about it, but ha let's have you tell some of the listeners your, how you're involved with it. Well, I'm involved on the level of... I don't think I was invited originally 
And I think somebody had to drop out, so then when they approached me, I said, Charity, yeah, sure. You know, I'm, I'm there, and I'm picking up the guitar again. Haven't done it in a while. Um, and I'm singing a tune with them, and, uh, you know, it's it's just, uh, it's fun to do any kind of uh, musical event. So I'm uh, happy for that. Me and um, the others that I'll be playing with uh, are, are noted voiceovers, namely Debbie Derryberry and the uh, mighty Jim Cummings. Mm-hmm. And he's playing drums. It's like, and, and she, Debbie plays guitar and sings and writes her own songs, you know, and she's really talented. So what kind of songs are you guys going to be singing? Um, well, they're odd picks, but I don't care because I knew every one of them inside and out. You know, I've been playing guitar since I was like, I don't know, she's 16. Wow. 15, maybe earlier. <laughs> so I knew every catalog inside and out. I don't know the new catalog of songs or ones that go 10 years back, maybe a couple. But, yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, you're not missing out on those. That's for sure. Well, I don't know. It's just like uh, there was a clip of Frank Zappa talking in an interview once how all records in in the modern day are done by the same producers, same engineers, and everything kind of sounds the same. Like the end of one song is the beginning of another. Yeah, that's true. It's also and they, be, and they become hits because of the day and age we live in. I mean, people nowadays they're just they're numb to everything. It seems like so. I think that's what it is. Well, that's why. That's why repetition works, you know? It's like people always gravitated towards repetition. I mean, that's how the ad business works, you know? But when they started uh, doing it with uh, songs, it goes way back. But, but, I mean, the sounds were more individualistic than nowadays. Yeah. Because they used the same equipment, the same drum uh, tracks, the same beats, you know? And uh, and I heard there's an ordinance in uh, in this uh, Hollywood here. Uh, you can't make a record without auto tune. I know. <laughs> yeah, you'll go to federal court over that. I'm definitely with you. I I pretty much stopped listening to modern day music about I'd say about 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just stuck well, in the 60s, 70s, 80s. That kind of that kind of stuff. It's a strange thing, you know, you reach a certain age and uh, certain things, uh, you know, certain areas that you liked and you knew you were going to find something really original and great if you dug around. Um, it's not quite like that. It's much harder. I mean, I'd rather, you know, kind of listen to a college station yep. because everything is new to them. I mean, they hear a Beach Boys song <laughs> and they may have never heard of Brian Wilson. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and then when they find out who he is and what he did, they're flipping out compared to today's, you know, uh, achievements, I guess. Yeah, we, we sound so old right now. It's like, oh, this music's all crap. Our, our music was better back no, in our day. No, you're not old. I can just tell. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm 65, <laughs> so. I'm only 36, so. Yeah, well, you know, it's around that age where you start going, what am I listening to? Yeah, yeah, you take it's, a little it's reflection. The way it's supposed to happen. It happened to my dad and father you know it's like if you get to a point in life where jesus i'm sick of that Artie shaw yeah oh i can you know jesus i'm sick of those beatles (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so Tasmaniacs, that's the group that you've joined for this upcoming event. Um, are you guys all going to be singing? Tasmaniacs. Hmm? Are you guys all going to be singing, or are you just primarily going to be doing guitar? Jimmy, he's playing drums and singing. We're all going to sing a couple tunes. Let's see. I'm not quite doing two tunes uh, as far as lead vocal. I've been help, helping harmonize in the background. And, uh, uh, let's see what else. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I was going to sing an old Roy Orbison song. Oh, nice. So I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, I just, I can't wait to see how many people show up. I'm I'm excited. I'm going to be there. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. This is something that I oh, would really? not miss. Oh, really? Will you come up and identify yourself? I sure will. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm bringing a friend of mine, too. He's <laughs> actually a huge, huge Billy West fan. So he's excited to see you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that you know, stuff. I, I only meet people pretty much when I go to the conventions. Yeah. You know, so, so this getting together with people I know is always something special, you know, because it's not like we say, Hey, why don't we all rent the cheesecake factory and go to dinner? <laughs> you know what I mean? All of us, just us. We can, and, we can uh, do that if you want to Sunday night. We can definitely do well, that. Well, it happened once in the whole time I've been here where we all kind of wound up together uh, in a restaurant and someone had arranged it, you know, birthday party. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's exciting to just see your peers. We don't really get the chance to hang out because um, they're all busy, you know, and they're always working and it's just very hard. Yep. And this is something kind of this is something new and, and 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 different for you guys to hang out in too. So I'm excited to see that environment with you guys in it. Oh yeah. Well, I can still play. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a little movie of me on my uh, Twitter uh, playing the guitar, and uh, I just took this hunk of junk guitar and started playing the shit out of it, and mm-hmm. you know, and there it is, documented. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was actually looking on YouTube last night, and I came across your Christmas song that you were singing. That's actually really good. Oh, which one? Um, I was broke for Christmas. Oh, that one you like that? Yeah, it was. I mean, it's just, it's Fry singing. That's what it sounded like. So it's amazing, of course. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't trying to sound like Fry. Your voice just naturally does. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. People know me. Like if I talk to somebody on the phone and I've never met them, a lot of people just know it's me. Yep. But uh, it only took them twenty years to figure that out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't—you definitely don't sound like you know Stimpy or, or Doug in person. It's definitely, definitely Fry. Yeah, that's what I. Well, that was the intention of the characters to do my own uh, younger self voice, and it seemed to fit Fry. I just—I was doing kind of cartoony voice versions of the others, and you know, impressionists can just come along and just you know, work on it and probably do it perfectly, but um, they don't have your acting choices, you know what I mean? Yep, exactly. That's so important. That is so important. You know, missed opportunities and uh, if you're not really totally on it. I felt good to be an originator in that regard. You know, that's the one voice I don't think I've ever used before is myself when I was like, you know, 30. I was whining and I was nasally. I definitely love the Doug voice, though. It's definitely a, one of my favorites of yours. Dear Diary, today I blew up the courthouse. Oops, he's older now. 
<laughs> yeah, if I could just hear Doug singing that in, in a couple weeks, that would be amazing too. Oh yeah, I don't know if that'll happen, but you never know. You, you never know who's going to launch into what. Exactly, exactly. So you you, you obviously love music. Uh, what were some of your favorites growing up? Some bands or, or musicians? I started listening to. I was born before rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> make it. Up. And um, I remember when this stuff started coming out on the radio and I lived in Detroit and it wasn't played on very many stations because it was just, the world wasn't like that. It was like, you know, this rock and roll stuff stays, you know, uh, compartmentalized, you know, while Patty Page and Rosemary Clooney and Tennessee Ernie Ford, you know, all those guys. But uh, with the top 40 developed, and then there was like one top 40. So in it, you would hear the Beatles, mm-hmm. the Love and Spoonful, Frank Sinatra. And then you would hear a sort of novelty song, you know, like um, the singing nun, you know, singing Dominique. Yeah. You heard rock and roll, you heard classic old stuff, and then you heard like the oddities. But it was all on one chart. If it was a country guy who had a hit song, bang, there it would be. So... My favorites always were, uh, I guess the one I went craziest over was Jack Beck. Yes. You know, he he wasn't a singer, but I played guitar, and when I first heard him, I I hit the ceiling. I I couldn't believe how good somebody could be. And I followed his career for probably over 50 years. And he's still out there, innovating. I know, I know. I mean, I just... I think there was like probably 30 years where nobody knew who he was. Yeah, that's just insane. I know, but, but you know, it's the way it worked out. But he's on top, you know. I mean, he was always the guy that never sold his records. All his buddies did. You know, Clapton, Jimmy Page, and, um, you know, those guys had bona fide hits. And he never had that one because he wanted to do it his own way, which was guitar-centric. Yeah. And then... He, he made a couple of great, great albums, and then suddenly everybody had figured out what he did and who he was, and they'd gone and watched videos and everything, and listened to the, the CDs, and uh, they go nuts over it. You know, I see a few old buzzards at these concerts, old guitar <laughs> geezers, you know, and... Uh, they're, they're like whispering to each other. Here's what he was doing. This is what he was doing. I think that's what, what uh-huh. he was doing. You know, still comparing notes. And and then there's all these young people that just can't get over what comes flying out of a guitar, and including emotion that could make you, you know, go to tears or something. Maybe I'll try to evoke that uh, emotion at the uh, VO benefit at the Whiskey A Go Go. Do it. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> What about a guilty pleasure when it comes to music? Do you have a certain artist or a band that you're kind of ashamed to admit that you like? Um, does it have to be a band? No, no, anything. Okay, I like... The stuff I like um, has wandering melodies and, and no words. You know, I sang my whole life. And it's the kind of music that you could sit and have no TV, radio, books, anything. Just sit there. And drift with it. It's that celestial sounding uh, ambience music. Mm -hmm. Those are my favorites now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I listened to symphonic jazz. I went to Berkeley 
School of Music. Oh, nice. Uh, after I got out of high school. You know, so I've heard everything. And uh, But I did hear something inter- interesting on the radio the other day. And I was trying to figure out who it was, and somebody wrote it down for me because I'm going to just... It gave me that, that first feeling I had when I heard these wild rock and roll records. You don't remember who it was? Um, it's somebody I had no idea who it was, and they wrote the name down, and I'm still trying to figure out who it is. It's, it's a very strange-sounding name. So I will I will figure it out. <laughs> well, you let me know. When I, I got OCD. I have OCD, and I, I won't <laughs> it'll, it'll feel like a rock in my shoe unless I find that damn... Oh, that's fun. You're going to be singing on stage in a couple weeks. Like, oh, that's who it was. And you'll announce it on stage. Yeah, I will. You know, if in fact I like the whole song. But but it caught me off guard. And it was it was wild. And it was uh, it was a whole new take on like early rock and roll. And oh, nice. That's what impressed me. But, you know, all of us voiceovers, um, uh, Robbie Paulson, He's an unbelievable singer. Yeah, he is. And uh, Jess Harnell. You know, and these guys were all in rock and roll. Jimmy played drums for a lot of groups. I'm sure he got up front and, and lead sang a group once or twice. And uh, Debbie, with her abilities, um, guitar and singing. She's got a beautiful voice. And, you know, and I know the songs they're doing. They're going to do something like, uh, oh, gosh, um... Uh, great Balls of Fire. Oh, cool. Nice. It's good yeah. old rock. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of like Linda Ronstadt. Okay. Song. Right. And uh, Jimmy's going to do a Pride Rundin song. Very cool. Yeah. So, I mean, do us both a favor. Come on out. <laughs> I know. Everybody needs to go out. Um I, I'm super excited for this, like I said. And uh, so before I let you go, I, I wanted to talk real quick. Um, you've been voicing the Red M&M for a very long time now. Um, let's, yes. let's talk about your partner, the Yellow M&M. Have you seen that picture of J.K. Simmons lately? Yes. What do you think about that? I'm blown away because I, I'm going to run into him. You know, I mean, I see him at recordings, and I've known the guy for probably 22 years. Yeah, or yeah. So. And um, I knew... Like, when I first met him and get a load of him, I said, this guy's like, he, he's one of the best actors I've ever seen. I saw him in a few little things he would tell me about. And uh, I'd go watch, and I said, this guy's going to be the biggest deal. And I was right. You know, he won an Oscar. I know. That's crazy. Isn't, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. He's been, he's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, you know, Whiplash was this crazy movie. And oddly enough, going back to the original theme of uh, voiceovers who play music, he was a music music major in college. Oh wow! Yeah, so and he can sing and he can do it all. Well, now you got to convince him to come out to the concert, come watch, because it'd be amazing to meet him too. I'm gonna just accuse him of, uh, you know, I don't know stuff that comes from cows. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's that guy. You can tell he's got a, a will of iron, and when he's dedicated to doing something, he just ran up to it and uh you know leaned into it yeah i actually live i live just south of missoula montana and that's where he actually went to college so he comes here quite a bit i need to run into him accidentally sometime oh yeah i mean but uh he's from michigan yeah yeah he went to the college here yeah 
And ironically, um, I'm from Michigan originally. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And that crazy connection. Isn't Rob Paulson from there too? He's from Flint, Michigan too. Must have been something in the water. I know. And not green <laughs> algae. We didn't, we didn't even dream something like that could happen. <laughs> And uh, real quick, do you know anything about the Nicktoons uh, movie that uh, Jared Hess from uh, Napoleon Dynamite fame is, is coming up with? Do you know anything about it? Well, what have they said about it? Um, back in January, they, I, I they didn't just read the article. Back in January, they just announced. I think the last thing that came up, they announced that they're making one large movie. It's going to ha- confirmed uh, characters are from Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, Real Monsters and Angry Beavers, but that's all that's come out so far is just confirming those characters. Oh, well, you know, I, I don't know. I never know if I'm going to do anything or not until I, you know, size it up. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they reached out to the original yeah, I mean, I, I, I came up with voices originally for the characters and um, except for the next voice, you know, it was originated by John Kay. Yeah. And uh, but he made me audition for it, and I actually sold the show on what I had done as both Ren and Stimpy, and he really? decided he wanted to do that. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah, and that was fine. But then he gets fired. Yeah. You know, from his own show, and he gets hoisted on top of his own bomb, and uh, I wound up doing the Ren voice like originally I was listening to the tapes he gave me of what he was looking for in the character. And so when he was uh, gone, they asked me if I wanted to audition again for it. And I went through a whole bunch of stuff and just did it. Well, I remember watching it and I thought it was pretty flawless, the transition between you two. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I was young. I think I was about 11, I think, when it came out. So I was still young. Wow. My God. I do actually remember it was actually one of the cartoons I wasn't allowed to watch at home, too. <laughs> I always hear the, the exact opposite. My parents wouldn't let me watch it. And every parent must understand that telling them you can't watch it is putting up a giant I know. neon flashing screen. Watch this! <laughs> it, it Definitely, because the same thing with He-Man growing up. I think that was another one that I wasn't necessarily allowed to watch, but we watched it all the time at my friend's house. Well, it's it's really weird. Is you got to for, forbid the good stuff, you know what I mean? And yeah. when you forget <laughs> when you forbid the good stuff, the kids will find a way to that, and then they'll figure out that there's more subversive stuff out there. Exactly. Yeah, my 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 kids pretty much watch whatever you know cartoon I watch as a kid, so they don't watch too many modern day cartoons. Um, I don't know a lot of them that are out there these days, but some of them I get hired for. Yeah. I'm doing um, uh, a redo of the Wacky Racers really? TV show. I loved mm-hmm. that show. I loved it. Who were you voicing? Um, doing uh, Muttley and uh, some ancillary incidental characters, and uh, you know, I mean, but it's but it's so perfect that the way they're putting it together. You know, it'll be real exciting because it's real, real good. The writing is. Is so impeccably funny, enlightening, and and also you know I don't know it's kind of a, like a big joyride. Mm-hmm. All these people uh, trying to win something. You know why they 
they wanted to have racing going on all the time is because um, there was an edict about violence on children's television. So instead of acting or saying combative things, which is what cartoons supposed to do, um, instead of that, they would um, uh, race. They have all, all these shows had races. Interesting. You know, trying to stay with the comedy and, and not so much yeah. the physical stuff. But but it's there. Yeah, you still have the action yeah. and the adventure, but just not as much fighting. Yeah, but the writing is that's what moves it, and uh, I fell in love with it. Nice. When should we expect to see some of that coming out? Oh, I don't. I have no idea, but uh, I do know that it's real good. I'm excited. I, I don't say that about everything. Yeah. Although I've been lucky, most of the stuff I've ever done is really good. I I completely agree. <laughs> No, I mean, funny that. It's not me saying, oh, it's because of me. It's just the, the material. You no, know? no. I've been really lucky. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of your cartoons are in my, my top favorite all the time. So it's, it's yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it all starts on the page, they say. Yep, exactly. All right, man. Do you have any closing things coming up you want to talk about or anything else? Um, I'd like to plug my podcast. Yeah, do it. I actually, I listen to it, and it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Somebody uh, described it as uh, meta-absurdism. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely unique. It's got, it's got a, like a comedy bang-bang style. If you ever listen to that podcast, I don't know if you do. No. Okay, it's um, Scott Ackerman. He's a comedian, and he's got a podcast and a TV show, and it's a lot like that to where it's, it seems somewhat scripted, but it's not. It's definitely ad-libbed, and it's just hilarious. They just play different characters and, and that kind of stuff. But yours, I love how yours incorporates sound effects and, and more characters. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to uh, create some characters, you know, because if some of this stuff gets popular enough, you're able to uh, animate to it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's like almost, it's yeah. like your own little groundlings you got going on there where you can branch off and do other things with the character you invent. Yeah. And I think, um, uh, me and my partner, Jim Gomez are working on a few other things. I worked with Jim back in the Ryan Stimpy days. Originally we go way back. So, um, I've been writing and voicing a lot of stuff that we, uh, combined our abilities on. And, uh, what's the name of the show so people can go check it out? It's, BillyWestPodcast.com. All one word, BillyWestPodcast.com. It's definitely a lot of fun of me to say that. Cool. I'm glad. It makes me happy. I just, I didn't want to do stuff to bring people down, you know, or be super cynical. I just wanted to be as silly as I could be, and it's the only way I know how to be silly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you definitely achieved that. Well, good. I'm glad. All right, man. Uh, can I have you close out the show as any one of your characters? Um, let's see. The Captain Vet Brannigan, master of things all the universe and everywhere else, and winner of this year's Modesty Award, saying bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.